0: Okay, so welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, all that other podcast stuff. So um, it's very late. It's actually like super late Monday night while I'm recording this. Um, And I was just I just got done eating and oh am sorry, I'm fixing my mic. So I just got done eating and was thinking on either, you know, recording an episode and putting it out for my normal Tuesday upload or just waiting until Friday and doing like holding true to that once a week. And I decided to, I was actually watching a YouTube video about something pretty important and I felt the need to talk about it and I'm going to talk about it. A little moving forward. But first, I'm going to cover the normal stuff that I normally talk about. And then I'll move on to that that topic. So, also, sorry if my voice sounds a little funny. I, I think I've just been doing a lot of screaming. So my voice is sort of going away, but that's cool. Also, also you hear me sniffling. I think it also might be my allergies. We'll find out, though, in a couple of days. Either way it goes. Whatever. So... Um, I don't know if I mentioned it on the last episode or not, but I'm currently in a softball, like a men's slow-pitch softball league. Never played softball before. Um, I've played baseball, you know, pretty much my whole life um, or whole young life from age, you know, four to however old. Played it a majority of my life. And so I figured, you know, when I was asked to play, Obviously, yeah, sure, why not? You know, slow pitch, how hard can it be? The answer is, for me, not very hard. Um, when they say there's a difference between, like, when I talked to people about it. They were like, oh, there's a big difference between slow pitch softball and baseball. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. But as far as the, the main thing, like the. The most important parts or aspects of the game, they're pretty similar, you know. Field ball, throw first, get the out, hit good. Either hit it over or hit it somewhere that's not covered. Get a base hit. Pretty much the same. Well, I'm not trying to, you know, say anything negative about anybody. That's not what I'm here to do. But at the same time, I do have to be honest. I've... Made that a point from the beginning, you know, from the beginning of this year, that episode with Jordan. Where I just sort of have decided to, you know, say what I say, what I know and say what I think is true. And if the cons, you know, if people don't like it, then whatever. The team I'm on is not that good. I'm just going to be completely honest. We got our cheeks clapped tonight. Got absolutely murked on a second. I got a Snapchat from who? Uh, And I got a text message at the same time. All right, anyway. So, yeah, the team I'm on is not that good. I'm just being completely honest. And it's not their fault. There's a couple of people on the team that are actually very good. And this is me being as humble as I can be. I'm very good. But I have also played a sport that is very similar for more than half of my life. So, uh, my friend Carson's on the team. He's also played baseball, you know, his whole life. There's just, you know, there's a couple people on the team that have played baseball for, you know, a very big portion of their life. Me and Carson are being one of the two, and we get it. There's also people on the team that have played, you know, slow-pitch softball before in the same league. They get it. But a majority of the team has never played baseball slash softball a day in their life and that's fine and all but there's a difference there's a there's a skill gap in a mental mental aptity mental attuity a mental just a mental state of a gap in say for instance except there's obviously there's a few cases so for example uh, my cousin, Tyler, came to watch today, and he brought his glove to help me throw around before the game, and there was, on, there was a guy on the team, I'm pretty sure his name is Mario, he's never played before, never played baseball, he's never played little pitch softball, he was very open and honest about it, and while we were throwing the ball around, just getting loose, throwing, playing catch, getting loose, I noticed he was... When the ball was coming to him, he was turning his glove over the wrong way, trying to sort of pick it out of the air instead of just letting it hit the net of the glove and him closing his glove around it. So I gave him some pointers and it, it changed it. He was very open to constructive criticism. That's sort of a, especially in when it comes to sports. When it comes to sports and people that do play sports, the, especially athletic people or people that think they're athletic. They have this like pride about it, about themselves, which is fine. You know, I have, that's fine. You know, believe in yourself. That's cool. But at the same time, I feel like when you have that, you also have to know when to take criticism and when to know when you're not in the right. Know whenever you aren't as good as you think you are and listen to the people who, you know, have done this their whole life. You know what I mean? And I feel like, A bunch of people on our team just don't do that. They don't have that skill down, which is listening and adapting. They very set in their ways, and you know, there's no change, especially when it comes to sport. And we found that out tonight, to be completely honest. Um, We got found out. It's that simple. We had our first practice a week ago from Sunday, this past Sunday, um, and We've practiced three times um, and it showed that one, we didn't practice a lot. Two, people didn't show up to practice. And three, the people that are on our team that think they know what they're doing truly do not know what they're doing. And, you know, I'm there for one. I'm there to win. I paid money to pay, you know, to play in this. I don't want to lose. Like, you know, I'm a competitive person competitive by nature and I just don't like losing. I hate the feeling I don't like the feeling of losing more than I like the feeling of winning. It's just that simple. And we got beat tonight terribly. I believe the first game we got beat by like 20 and the second game we lost like 17 to 8 so by like basically by 10. We got murked. We got our cheeks clapped. And I don't like it. I hate it. I hate it. I dislike it with a passion. And we I just got we gotta change that. That's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I told uh Keyshawn's the guy who put the team together and I like Keyshawn and Keyshawn's not bad. Um but me and him talk, he you know, he uses me as a soundboard because he knows that you know, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to this sport and you know, we'll make some we'll make some adjustments and but the biggest part is getting people in the right mindset that you just got to do what you're told or you're not going to play. It's that simple. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, we got our cheeks clapped. That's what that whole thing was about. Got my buns clapped. Uh, my biggest problem. My, my Let's say this real quick before I move on to my next topic. My fielding, my you know, ability to play the infield was an A+. Plus, almost, I'd say a 99. As good as it's going to get. Batting is different, and I, we, me, Carson, a kid named Zach, all three of us, we all play baseball. We all three had the same problem. Baseball, when you're swinging a baseball bat, the time that you know, from the time the ball is released from the pitcher to the time you have to swing, is a millisecond. It's ball's gone. Am I swinging? Yes. Am I swinging? No. That's it. That's all you got. In softball, it's like ball is released, watch, watch, watch. Okay, now swing. I also have sort of figured it out. Uh, shout out to Zach's dad. I still didn't apply it to the games tonight, um, but I, I need to. Softballs are bigger. Baseballs are smaller. Smaller surface area means it, you know, the compression isn't the same as a softball. With a baseball. Power and bat and hand speed, swing speed, are gonna crack that thing over the fence. Softball, no power, all speed. I'm the opposite. I'm I'm a baseball player. I need in my head, I'm like, all right, cool, I gotta rip this thing to put it far. That's not the case. Because I hit the ball a couple times tonight, it made perfect contact with tons of power, and it felt like the ball just came off the bat so slow. So I gotta work on that. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. I hate losing. Move on, you know, take the L, move on to the next one. Oh, boy, my back hurts. Sorry. Anyway, take yeah, take the L, you move on. Now, on to my next one. My man Jordan. So, my man Jordan, he, um, he's been on the podcast a couple times. I like to, you know say I saying a prayer for him and keeping him in my thoughts. And I asked the NYMP fans do the same. If you like to liked the episode or know who I'm talking about. Um, I'm not going to get too personal with it. Uh, just Jordan has had some health problems this past t- two days and you know, he's sitting in a hospital room, you know, in the being monitored. So just want to say that and get that out there. All the NYMP fans, just uh, if you're a, uh, if you listen, just you know. If you if you're a praying person, if you're, whatever you believe in, uh, send some good energy. Say say a prayer for Jordan. Hope he makes a speedy recovery. I'm gonna get my boy back out there in the world. Um. Nothing really crazy in sports, you know. Nothing too wild. Um, the Mavericks suck. I've, we had a, I had a conversation about this the other day, and I had a conversation with my dad. I had a conversation with Kyler about it. The Dallas Mavericks with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic, Christian Wood, uh, Reggie Bullock, Maxi Kleba, Dwight Powell, they're the greatest team in the NBA for like three quarters. But they can't close a game. Sorry, I'm yawning. They can't close a game to save their life, and I don't know Why? It's probably because they have no defense. They, get, they got rid of their defense. But other than the Mavericks sucking and every other NBA team sort of doing exactly what they should be doing right now, which is either playing very well or trying to get a, a, a higher seed or tanking, they're pretty much doing it. And the East is pretty much said it's the West that's super close. That 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12 seed are super close. They're all like a game difference. Which is super weird, because normally the East is the one that's not very good, and the West are the ones that have the drastic game differences in wins and L's. But you're seeing, you you know, the changing of the guard, so to say, or changing back of the guard. You know, back in the 80s and 90s, the East ruled the NBA with Michael Jordan, Shaq and the Magic, Penny Hardaway, and then the West came along with the Spurs, the Lakers, obviously, Golden State Warriors, and, you know, they're just it's sort of just how it went. The, but sort of going back to the old ways, you have the Bucks, the Celtics, they're great. You have some teams in the, in the West, too, like the Kings have made a great, weird run that no one saw coming. The Nuggets are really good with Jokic and Jamal Murray, but for the most part, the East is where it's at. The East hold the key, and, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Now on to what I wanted to, what made me sort of pick up the mic and record an episode is today on March 27th, 2023 in Nashville, Tennessee at a covenant school in covenant elementary school, uh, a shooter walked into the building and killed six people. Three students, three teachers. All the students were nine years old. And I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to say the shooter's name. I do not want to f- romanticize anything about the shooter. What they did was completely, utterly just disgusting, evil, and wrong. But I am going to talk about the situation. Because it's you know sort of fresh on my mind. Let me take a drink of my water real quick and pop my back, and then I'm going to get into it. Ouch. Dude, this chair sucks. Anyway, so yeah, uh, today, uh, Covenant school shooting and. Nashville Tennessee left six dead three teachers three students um I was watching just some YouTube videos on gun reform gun laws just stuff that is cool to talk about and to romanticize and fantasize about but I don't think it'll ever happen um Which is odd because I understand both parties. You know, I lean, and I feel like me talking about this. I'm not an expert by any means, so when I talk about this, just sort of take it. I don't. I don't want to say with a grain of salt, but it's just my opinion. It's how my brain operates when something devastating like like this happens. Um, and I felt like when something like this happens it needs to be talked about because when you talk about it it gets the conversation going and the conversations can lead to change um, and I understand I'm not the most popular guy in the world on in the podcast world but I do have a pretty decent size following and I feel like you know they'd be interested in my opinion on it and uh, me and Kyler have talked about shootings before and we'll just, you know, I'm just going to get on with it and get it over with. Um, So this is, my opinion is that one, school shootings need to stop. And I think everyone can agree on that. But my, my logical brain also tells me that they won't stop anytime soon. And It sucks saying that, you know, it's not, it breaks my heart saying that, but that's my logical brain. And my logical brain is part of my brain takes over most of the time because it makes sense. And, you know, I hope for change, you know, I pray for change, but my logical side of my brain, the analytical side of my brain tells me that's probably not ever going to happen. And here's, here's why I say that. We live in the United States of America where we follow pretty much, obviously there's rules that have changed, there's laws that have changed, but we still pro- We have all the same amendments. All the amendments stay the same. Now, and amendment two, my second amendment is the right to bear arms. It's the right to buy guns and firepower and bullets and to protect myself with a weapon. And I have no problem with that. I live in Texas, the most gun heavy gun right activist state probably in the planet on the planet maybe other than like Florida I live in Texas I have no problem with guns I've been in the car with people with guns I've held a gun I've shot a gun I've you know I've been around guns pretty much my whole life so they're familiar to me it's a familiar territory but I can also see the other side of saying ban all guns, ban the purchases of guns, ban assault rifles, ban handgun. I I get it. I understand. If you make a ban, if you ban a weapon, that weapon's not accessible to you know to get. I get it. But at the same time, I don't agree with that because there are certain circumstances where. Someone needs a weapon to protect themselves. So, yeah, home invasion, um, robbery, whatever the case may be. There are certain, certain, certain circumstances where a weapon is necessary, even if it's just to threaten the the threaten the idea of I can hurt you. And so I get both sides of it. I don't know what the answer is. Obviously. Like I said, I'm not an expert. I don't know what the answer is to school shootings. A lot of people say ban guns, and I just went over the pro, the pros and like sort of the both sides of banning guns. You ban guns, yeah, you get less of them out there. To people, you make it almost impossible to acquire. These people can't acquire their guns to go shoot up a school. Yeah, but at the same time, you make it hard to acquire a gun. People get hurt at home. People get hurt in the street. People get hurt because they don't have the protection they they so-called need or that they need. It's a double-edged sword and neither one's the right a- option. And I don't know what the right option is. And then two, it's just like so the person that killed those people today was a 28-year-old trans woman. And I don't know her motives. Uh, I know she was killed by the police uh, on site. I don't know her motives. Who knows what motives are for killing. And this is going to sound very bad. I get it. It's going to sound bad. When a high school student goes and shoots up a gym or shoots up a school, their school, and they kill kids that made fun of them. I don't think that's a reason to kill them at all. It's actually one of the worst reasons in the world to go harm somebody because they made fun of you. I don't agree with it at all. But there's something different about someone randomly going into a school with children and killing children, nine-year-olds that have never done harm to you whatsoever harm to anyone they're nine they're innocent you know and obviously kids today are much more adult and much more into the world than ever but i'd say a big majority or a big percentage of nine-year-olds are innocent children that enjoy playing with their friends and you know doing what kids do nowadays i don't know and I just don't, I don't, personally, I don't understand it. I don't get it. And the sad reality is I don't think it's going to slow down. I think the woman that I was watching and the video said there's been <clears throat> like a 100 mass shootings this year. And it's not even April. It's March. That's insanity. And I don't, I didn't fact check that number, so don't quote me on it, but... That's if that number holds true. That's actually it's, it's so terrible. That's so terrible. It's so awful. And like I said, I don't know what the answer is to it, to how how you fix it. You say people ban guns. I I went over why that could be good and why it could be bad. <clears throat> armed guards at every school in America. I just don't think the United States has the money for that, um, or the or the resources, to be honest. Imagine you need an entrance. Armed guards on every... And even locking the doors doesn't work anymore. I saw the video of how the, this trans woman got into the school. She shot through the windows and just went straight in. through the, You know, these glass doors just... She shot straight through them. And arming arming schools like I went to the high school I went to we had police officers on on campus every day but if a school shooter came into where I went to high school at I believe that they would easily get off a couple if they, depending on the gun obviously but if they had an assault rifle with a 30 round mag 30 round magazine for people who don't know what that means The 30 round mag, they're getting through that clip easily before any police show up and the police are in the school. So I don't think arming schools with guards and cops are the answer. One, because I don't think we have the United States has the resources or the money to do that. And I don't think it sends a good message, especially when you have armed guards at at elementary schools I don't think that sends a good message to children or the community wherever the school's at so like I said it's a double-edged sword when it comes to school shootings it's something that needs to stop and it needs to change and someone needs to do something about it but at the same time it's like a finding finding the answer we know what the question is how does how does it stop Finding the answer It's a very 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 hard question to solve Hard puzzle to solve And I unfortunately don't think It'll be solved anytime soon Um, All I can say is You know for The majority of these mass shootings It's always Bullying Or Some sort of race radicalism and for the bullying side, I can say, yeah, it's bullying's not cool. I don't think anyone should bully anybody, or be. I don't think you should be. anybody should be bullied by another. But at the same time, uh, you know, you can't stop it when kids are at school, or when kids are away, or when kids are with you know with their friends. You can't stop it. There's no. There's not a monitor on them twenty four seven to stop it from happening. So, you know, I just would say, you know, stop the bullying, stop forcing these people into these crazy ideas in their head, these situations where they feel like they have no option left other than to do crazy things. Um, and just, it's, I don't know, it's weird. We live in a really weird world. Like when I was a kid. Being bullied was, I think being bullied's a normal, and it's not a good thing to say, but at the same time, it's sort of that quote that you hear in movies, you hear it in old old TV shows, which is, you know, why are you treating him that way? And you know the reason, is like the world's not going to go easy on him. When he leaves high school, when he leaves college, when he leaves this house, the world's not going to go easy on him, and I 100% agree with that. Living and maneuvering the world on your own is hard, you know? It's just, it's hard. You get knocked down. You get bullied. You got to get back up. But we live in a world now that's very PC culture, very sensitive to words and very inclusive. You know, everybody's a winner. And I don't think that's true. There are losers. I think in this softness, and I hate saying, I hate using the word snowflake generation, but I think it's, the closest thing to it and people that, that I could say that people know what I'm talking about this, like super advisory sensitive, you know, all inclusive world we live in does more damage than good. Me personally, when I was a child and played sports, there was no participation trophy. You got first, second, third, blah, blah, blah. And depending on your parents or your coaches or whatever, sometimes, you're in some people's cases, their parents were their coaches. Their coaches were their parents. That shit ain't good enough. If you're going to play a sport, you play to win. It's that simple. And if you lose, you're a loser. The whole, you know, the... If you're not first, you're last. I... I It's from a movie, if you know what movie I'm talking about Cool, but I agree I think, I mean that's just the way I was Raised It's You strive to be the best in everything you do There is no participation trophy When I was a child If I got a participation trophy My parents literally threw it away In front of me Two seconds after I got it But now it's the norm To be inclusive The world we live in is very odd And everything is very sensitive and which I have no problem with sensitivity. I think sensitivity is a good quality in everybody being, being able to be empathetic towards another, especially towards someone you don't know. I think that's a great quality to have, but I also think it can be over overdone. And I think that's what's happening now. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, like I said with uh, my friend Jordan, if you're a praying, t- if you're you know a praying praying type of person, whatever type of person you are I, that listens to this, um as, your thoughts and prayers for those people and those families in Tennessee that lost somebody today. You know, I know that I can't even imagine what it's like to drop your kid off at a of school. And that'd be the last time you ever see him. I have no children. And so I obviously have no idea how awful that is. And I hope I never do. So I don't know. I hate leaving off on a bad, somber note, but I feel like I had to wrap it up with that. I can't open it up open the podcast up with such a serious topic and then sort of end all happy. I just hope that uh you know, I made sense and people sort of agreed with my opinion. But um yeah, um, Nashville, you know, I'm sorry for all the families that were affected by by this shooting, by this tragedy, this unnecessary tragedy. And, uh, yeah, anyway, um, summer merch, May f- 16th, 15th, I forgot, shorts, shirts, and bucket hats, I've added bucket hats to the list, May 16th, remember, um, CL on Friday, And that's all I got.